You're looking at a changed man. Prove it, Jerry. Well, give me a break. <laughs> I tell you, I'm a changed man. Just listen to the song. Hey, they call me the meat man. Y'all don't see me eat man. Hit on the meat man. Y'all don't see me eat man. I got jaws like a bear trap, a teeth like a razor. I made tack tongue with a sensitive taster. I'm going out in Texas called the land of beef. Never catch a muscle greener showing the hell of like a meat on the meat man. You're listening to the best barbecue show, the show where we talk, taste, <laughs> and even try to cook. The best barbecue in Texas, which is the best barbecue in the world. How's Hell it going, yeah. Stover? Doing good. Had a couple beers. We've been watching some football. It's a yeah. Sunday. Watching the playoffs. Hell yeah. The finals. Yeah. Socks yeah. will be happy. Championships. Our listeners, socks. The Patriots won. Yeah, Patriots. They, they pulled it off in the end. He better be celebrating right now. I know he is. I meant to send him a message. So not only is it a, a great weekend for the NFL, but it's also a good weekend to get some barbecue. Always a good weekend to get some barbecue. We went to Snow's yesterday and they sold out pretty fast. Everyone's super surprised that we went to Snow's, right? Yeah. Well, no one, I guess, you know, last weekend and the weekend before it was cold and quiet and people were scared to leave the house. So everyone tried to make it up, make it up this week and they were sold out by 1130. Yeah, the cold, when it gets cold in Texas, that's the time you want to line up for barbecue because we saw that people were just breezing into Franklin's when it was freezing here. Yeah, Franklin's had like a 30-minute wait for multiple freezing days. I should call it Franklin because our listeners get mad when I call it Franklin's. <laughs> Even though it's accurate, it is his place. Yeah, Frank, Franklin, Franklin barbecue. barbecue. Well, let's not get into... <laughs> we got little nitpickers out there occasionally. Uh, if you get into... Uh, for those of you who don't live in Austin, Texas, there's about... Seven dozen words in this city that people say wrong. <clears throat> Got Manchac, Guadalupe. Yeah. In, instead of Guadalupe, they say Guadalupe. We are in Texas after all. I mean, if you go to New York City, there, there's a street that says Houston Street, but everyone calls it Houston. <laughs> we actually talked to Tootsie this time. We've done snows before on the show, but this time we talked to Tootsie. Yeah, we sat down with her and... Caught her while she was in between. I mean, she's always working. If she's there, she's working. It's rare that you see her taking a break. And when she does, if you come up to her, she like gives you these eyes, I noticed. Like, she's like, I'm on a break. Don't talk to me. <laughs> and, yeah, and, I mean, she's one of the reasons that, one of the, the reasons I went there the first time and one of the reasons we keep going back is I just love hardworking people. For new listeners of the show, I mean, I accidentally occasionally call Snow's Yonis, and there's a reason for that, because you're there almost damn near every weekend. Yeah, we, we try to go about every weekend. I mean, they're only open on Saturdays, and it's just a great ride. It's a great, it's that perfect distance out of the city where, you know, your cell phone still kind of works, but you've got fresh air, the traffic's light. I mean, you can feel the tension as you start getting closer and closer to I-35. And I love that drive coming out of Austin going to Snows, if you take the back roads. Yeah, there's so many back roads and little country roads. And there's there's one spot, uh, I, I can give you the directions if you take it. It's a much longer way, but it's all back roads with like 15 mile an hour turns. And there's like wild, not wild, but these like beautiful ponies that we've totally stopped and taken pictures of these like ponies running in fields. I saw a bunch of dead animals on the road on my way there. It made me hungry. Oh, yeah. The last... 10 miles before snows is like pig country. There's <laughs> hogs on the side of the road everywhere. You know what we want to do with those hogs? We want to blow them up. 
You heard that on a previous episode. Yeah, we'll get him with the Tannerite. <laughs> yeah, go back and listen to that Pitmaster Roundtable to hear a clip of hogs exploding. That's fine by me. I I drop my speed about 10 miles an hour in that last section because I've seen a whole family of them just hanging out on the side of the road. And you hit one of those hogs, they'll stop you dead in the in the road. It'll kill you dead if you hit one of those hogs on your motorcycle. Oh, exactly. I go even slower on the motorcycle. Yeah, Clay, the pitmaster from Snows, who you've heard on the show, he was worried about you when you take your motorcycle. He's like, you got to keep, got to stay slow. Stay slow, Yoni. Oh, it's, <laughs> it, there's so many twists and turns. It's not even really fun to, to do it fast. Although I did, I, I went pretty fast on the way home just because the, it was misty and rainy and I was just trying to get out of that. As soon as you get past Elgin, it's like the weather changes. Yeah, it does. Yeah, it feels like a it feels like a whole nother area, even though it's only yeah. about an hour and a half away. If it's warm in Austin, it's warmer there. If it's <laughs> cold in Austin, it's colder there. It's, it's it's pretty interesting. What was it about snows that kept you going back? Well, we started going before even the the newest uh, list came out. And Texas monthly list. Yeah, the Texas monthly list, and so we just really enjoyed getting out of town and everyone there's so sweet. It's like we got a, we almost got adopted to the snows family after showing up two or three times in a row. And we're like, let's just keep doing this. And, and now my ladies made friends with some of the women who work there and they bring her bones from their land for her <laughs> art projects. You got those in your backyard. I marvel yeah. at them every time I'm over. My backyard's turning into this like a uh, graveyard <laughs> type situation. It's perfect for a meat man. Yeah, exactly. Let, let the animals know, <laughs> set them straight from the beginning. I just love hanging at Snows. Like the food's great and everything, of course. I mean, that's why people go there. But what a cool hang. Well, and you you can just sit there and meet. If you just talk to half the people that talk to Tootsie, there's people from other countries. In fact, this weekend I was talking to, to Carrie Bexley, uh, you know, one of the owners, and he was saying that there's been a couple times where people have called him and they want to fly a helicopter over there. <laughs> and there's nowhere to land. So he's like, oh, I got a couple acres. You can land on my land and I'll give you a ride the rest of the way. You can see a video of that on Snow's Facebook. We watched it yesterday. It's hilarious. It's a, a helicopter lands and Carrie gives them meat and then they fly yeah. away. <laughs> he brings them like a box of barbecue, runs it over, and then they take off. That shows the demand, though. I mean, you can even order this meat online. And I'm looking at the prices right now, Yoni. 80 bucks for a barbecue brisket from Snow's. Which is a deal. That's crazy. I don't think a whole brisket is that cheap if you stand in line. I mean, think of how much people you could feed with that. We just ate a bunch of chicken for this football party we were having. It cost about the same as that brisket. And that definitely tastes better than my I chicken. I mean, uh, one of their their briskets are a little smaller than some of the briskets you see out there. But, I mean, their briskets will feed 20 people. Oh, yeah. Especially with all this other stuff. You can or, even get like... Or a, just the two of us. They have one that's called Why We're the Number One Combo. It's 150 bucks, but you get like uh, everything. Giant Both kinds of, of sausage. sausage. Yes, there's, you got the pork steak. Looks like you got a chicken in there. Everything you'd love. And they they package that stuff real quick and ship it out even faster. So they've got a real good system there. So if if you meat men are thinking of something fun to do for your boys for the Super Bowl or something, ship you some snows meat. Yeah. What a party that would be. A snows party. Speaking of snows brisket, I made a joke a couple episodes ago how we would send people brisket in the mail. And we got way too many people responding. So with yeah. peace and love, peace and love, I'm cutting that off. Yeah. We're not, We're not shipping anymore. any more brisket, guys. <laughs> Sorry. You can order from Snows if you want some meat. Yeah, order it Order it direct from Snows. We'll send you a piece that's probably inedible. 
Maybe we should uh, we we should put them in resin or something so they get them, but they can't actually. I'm afraid we'll ship someone some. Well, I don't want to kill someone. Yeah, I know. I'm a little worried about that, but you know. I mean, overnight in the back seat's one thing, but if you're eating some male meat from some random podcast that you're getting, then you kind of deserve to get sick. That's true. I brought Yoni a piece of brisket for one of those best of episodes we just had. That was in the back of my car for a week to see if he would eat it. Yeah, that's and a wisely, week, wisely, he didn't. Yeah, and it, I actually thought he would. It looked like it was orange. <laughs> Some style switch brisket there. Yeah, eat it when it's fresh, people. Don't eat it weeks later. In fact, if you talk to uh, Ray from Ray's Barbecue, he'll tell you you don't want reheated meat. You want that fresh brisket. Yeah, they don't serve that reheated crap at Ray's Barbecue. <laughs> There's one thing you will not find at Ray's, and that's reheated <laughs> barbecue. Speaking of Ray's, uh, there might be a little prize at the end of the episode, Yoni. I hear. Yeah, we've got a. Uh, I mean. We, we've got kind of a grab bag here. We've been getting a ton of shirts from different barbecue joints. Blake's Barbecue in Dresden, Tennessee sent us some. Ray sent us some. So we're going to have a little quiz at the end. And if you can uh, be the first to tell us the answer, we're, we're, we'll send you a shirt. That's right. Us. And you got 24 hours to do it. Yeah. We want to make sure you're listening right away as a real meat man does. Yeah. If you're subscribed, then it should be easy because it'll just pop up on your favorite podcast app. So I'm certain all the meat men out there are dying to hear from Tootsie, don't you think? Well, she's busy. She talks about it right here. We've been quite busy barbecuing today. We had a good crowd all day. Uh, with the weather being as cool and damp as it is, we were afraid we wouldn't have a very big crowd. But we had a very good crowd from before 8 o'clock when we opened until uh, about 1 o'clock. So we've had a very good day today. <laughs> This was the first time I was at Snow's after closing. Like, we stayed after they closed. And yeah. we were probably the last people there besides Clay. Oh, we were for sure. I mean, Carrie, Carrie shook my hand and left. So yeah. <laughs> I, was, I was warming up my motorcycle, and it was just uh, Clay doing the last few steps, taking out the trash and uh, locking everything up. It was great because we were watching people show up way too late after they were sold out of meat, walking away dejected. they just driven an hour and a half. <laughs> yeah, if you, want to, uh, if you want to have a good time, you can check out our live feed. Uh, if it's still up and we uh i kind of quietly heckle some of these ladies that showed <laughs> yeah. up yoni's mocking these ladies that showed up like at 12 30 well i mean they close at one right they i mean it's until sold out but yeah generally they close at one or two it's uh, a uh you know most people eat barbecue for lunch probably but in texas here we do it at 8 a.m <laughs> well if you want the best you got to get up you got to right. be hard working not only does tootsie work hard you know she works for the school district you'll hear more about that but she also takes tons of pictures with people. I didn't even count how many pictures we took today. I had a, a lot of people that just came and visited with us and, and uh, of course, took pictures with me then. But uh, I, I never have counted how many times I've taken a picture on Saturdays. It's all just part of the work, right? It's just part of the work with being here. Yes, sir. How many pictures do you think? She hasn't counted, but how many do you think? Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds? Hundreds of thousands. Hundreds of thousands of pictures. I've, I've stood there... I've been sitting and eating, and I've seen her take a dozen in a couple minutes. You know, people just lining up to take their picture with Tootsie. It's, it's like going to Disney World and seeing Mickey Mouse. Here's the real question. Which is more, the amount of pictures Tootsie has taken with people or the amount of times you've been to Snow's? Definitely, definitely <laughs> the amount of p pictures people have taken. You're getting closer, though. Yeah, I mean, we might, we might have 60 or 70 visits under our belts here in the last few years. That's crazy. You've got to have the record, though, right? 
I don't even think anyone else is trying. You don't recognize, yeah, exactly. You don't recognize anybody of the same people. There's not a, do. There's not a lot of regulars for the place in the middle of the nowhere that <laughs> opens only on Saturday. Only Yoni and his girlfriend. But we love it, and you know, you're going to hear uh, a bonus episode this week about some of the staff there, uh, Ellie and Larissa, two of, two of the other hardworking ladies there, and they're just all so sweet. They're super nice. They're super easy, and you know, they they just love they just love to. Show you a good time to make you happy. And and I want people to know that Yoni is not a schnurrer either because they offer to let him skip the line. And he waits in line like everyone else. Yeah, unless I'm with someone important and then I can show off. But I would skip the line if they offered it <laughs> personally. <laughs> That's not, if you're smart, you don't use that. That's a card you play very rarely. <laughs> yeah, maybe if we get like Warren G to go to Snows with us, we'll skip oh, yeah, the line. Oh, yeah, exactly. Warren but, G, if you want to go to Snows, come on. Yeah, we got you. You're welcome. Uh... But there's also a ton of history out there. Uh, Snows has been around since 2003, but even before that, Tootsie was barbecuing. Actually, back in 1966, I was hired to help out. My husband worked at a pitting or in a meat market in Giddings, and they were shorthanded, so they asked if I would come in and, and help the gentleman at the pit, which I agreed to. And I guess I made them a pretty good hand because they kept me for 10 years and then the gentleman that owned the market bought a meat market in Lexington, and I was sent up there to operate it, which I convinced my husband that we should buy it. And we had the meat market for 20 years until he had health conditions that we had to sell. At that time, Carrie uh, uh, came to me and wanted to open up Snows, but I had committed myself to the owners that had bought it, so I wouldn't go back. If I tell you something, it's in stone and I don't change my mind easily but when I got ready to change I told Carrie if you're still interested in doing barbecue let's sit down and talk which we did in November of 2002 we sit March the 1st of 2003 as our opening date and uh, we were here with bells on everything went well until 2008 Texas Monthly named us number one and uh we really got busy then. We've had lines of people ever since that time. We were named number one again now in 2017. In 2012, we were tied in second place, so that still gave us a lot of uh, newcomers and, and new people coming in. And now being number one again, the uh, people still come by because they've never been to Lexington. They've never been to Snow, so they come to visit us. When Snows beat out Franklin Barbecue, they retook the number one spot last year. Uh, we heard that Aaron Franklin came and brought a bottle of whiskey for Carrie, the owner. And flowers for Tootsie. Flowers for Tootsie. And for those of you who aren't familiar with the Texas Monthly List, this isn't a yearly list. This is a list that comes out usually every four years, but isn't necessarily always that exact. And normally we hate lists, but when we agree with it, we're cool with it. <laughs> well, and this is more of a guide. There's... 50 places on the list they rank the top 10 but i could eat at the top 10 every day and i couldn't tell you i could tell you differences but i couldn't tell you which one's better geez i mean like we just went to miller's smokehouse and they're not on the top 10 i could eat there every day yeah and and each one has its own aroma its own bouquet of a little smoke you know <clears throat> i consider the the snow's brisket a little beefier uh you can really taste the meat uh, but it's also got the smoke. It's got that saltiness. It's it's really hard. I couldn't imagine trying to quantify the top 10, let alone 50 different places. 
Well, we can just be thankful that there's not only just 10. Yeah, I'm very thankful. I'd get bored. Well, we wouldn't have much of a show if there was only <laughs> 10 places to go to. You just keep covering Franklin over and over again? I mean, we started thinking we, we were going to cover that about that list of 50 and mm-hmm. a few things in between, and now there's joints opening up every few weeks. Yeah. Yeah, we, I mean, like, everywhere. You know, and in my hometown, Portland... It's crazy. They don't know anything about barbecue, yet they have a bunch of barbecue places. I just saw another one opened up a couple days ago. Well, and I've met I met some guys from Toronto. I met some guys from Tennessee just in line at Snows. I mean, people are going there just to, to check out the competition and see how they do it. And, and the great thing is, is that Clay and everyone, you know, it's you can walk right up to the pits. You can look at how they stoke the fire and you can watch them all day. And I still don't think you can make it as good. And they'll let you behind. Like, they'll show you everything they're doing. Yeah. There's no off limits. I mean, they're so kind and nice. You get a tour if you ask. A lot of places, you know, you go to Miller's, you don't really see the smokers unless you go around back. At, at Snow's, you, you, the tables are, you know, there's a, there's a short fence between the tables. And, you know, Clay just kind of looks over us as we're eating. We usually sit right next to his, uh, his little station where he keeps all the briskets. It's funny. After leaving Snow's, more than any other barbecue place, I smell of barbecue. My ambiance. Well, so... It's kind of cool that the the way that the the smokers are under this big metal roof, it traps some of the smoke, which I think adds to the flavor. But anytime you go to Snows, there's lots of activity. Your old meat market is right behind the current building. There's a cattle auction down the street, so there's a lot of there's a lot going on as as far as meat in Lexington. There's a lot of activities on Saturday mornings here in Lexington. Yes, guys. During the week, I work for the public school system in Giddings. So actually, Carrie began uh, seasoning the meat for me because well, I didn't have enough time after we were named number one. Our uh, amount of meats increased so much that I didn't have enough time to do that. So Carrie has begun um, seasoning the meats. So that's done on either Thursday afternoon or Friday morning. Clay comes in on Friday nights and starts the barbecue brisket pits with fire and so forth. And I get here at 2 a.m. Saturday morning for the chicken, the pork, and the ribs. So we, uh, we've we just got our plan laid out and follow the schedule and uh, go from there. You like to do work? I like to work. I like to be around people. I enjoy what I do. I had two jobs when I was 21 and I almost died. <laughs> Not only two jobs, they're both labor heavy. I mean, she's she's a custodian. Imagine when you were in high school, if... The person that was pushing the trash can down down the way or trimming the trees out in front of the school was also a world famous barbecue pitmaster. Like world, world famous. Yeah. She's just famous. I mean, everyone wants to take a picture with her. No one even knows who half the people who work there are, but everyone knows Tootsie. Yeah, I was behind two Australians in line. And when you're in line at Snows, everyone's eyes are on Tootsie. They just want to see what she's doing. Shoveling coal. Taking well, a sip of her tea, and it's fun. I kind of tease people because they're always, uh, they're always kind of hesitant. They're like, "Oh, I want to go talk to her." I'm like, "Just go talk to her. She's, she's just a regular old gal." Yeah, she only bites you once the first time you meet her, and then she won't. And, and yeah, she's sweet. She, she's one of those people. She can look right through you. She knows if you're a good person or not. She shakes everyone's hands. I've gotten a few hugs. <laughs> uh, but you know, she's a she's a, a a real human being that's just out there doing what she believes in, and not all of us get credit for it as much as she does. Tootsie is the Pope of Barbecue. And her only secret is that she works hard. Uh, Put a lot of tender love and care into it. Take care of what you've got. Take 
pride in the product you produce and, and uh, just to meet the people. It's just very interesting and uh, well-deserved. Uh, I heard you used to make some pretty nice ham. You mentioned it. But some of the boys would skip school to eat your ham sandwiches. Can you tell me about that? Well, when we had our meat market, we did not have, or it was not a closed campus, so a lot of the kids came to our market and would eat a sandwich. Knowing what time the lunch was, we would have cheese, ham, a loaf of bread, a jar of Miracle Whip open on the table, and, uh, well, actually, the cheese and uh, meats, we would have to wait for them. But they would come in and make them a sandwich and go on back to school, get them a chip, uh, cold drink or a bar of candy, ice cream cone or something like that. And Carrie was one of the young boys that would come in at that time. So I've known Carrie all his life, and, and it's been very interesting working with Carrie. We've made a pretty good team together, I think. Carrie's been working there since 2003. He ate her ham sandwiches when he was a kid. The the ladies that grew up, you know, his his family all works there. And they've been, what did they say, eight years they've been working there? Mm-hmm. Well, since it started. Yeah, since it started. And so it's it's crazy to see how they've just had the same crew doing the same thing over and over again. Which is why you can count on it being quality. I mean, you don't have some crazy turnover. There's not any, I mean, you go there and you know the people there. Well, and that's that's how they got so famous. You've kind of seen, you know, when you first started cooking, there wasn't a million phones and cameras and all that. What's it like becoming known worldwide just from people's phones and documentaries? And I mean, I've probably seen a hundred slow motion videos of you cooking. Uh, I guess I'll have to say it's quite exciting. Uh, the st- students at school will come up to me and say, you're a celebrity. And I said, yes, I am. Uh, I said, my face is just as familiar over in Africa or Ukraine or Australia or China or Japan. They know me as well as you do being right here at the school with me. When they see me, my name comes up to their quota immediately. And is that is that interesting to have the students really, tr- do they treat you differently now that they know who you are? But before, they kind of probably didn't even notice. Uh, that's right. I mean, a lot of the students have really uh, gotten real excited when they say, I know Miss Tootsie. I know Miss Tootsie. So it's it's exciting to know that um, they enjoy being around me. And at the same time, of how does the old saying go, the way the tree is bent, so will it grow or something like that. So it's always in my mind to, to try to set a good example for our students because Sooner or later, they will be the men and women ruling our country. Or the men and women opening up barbecue restaurants and hiring you. Yeah, I just, I'm, I'm so curious uh, what it's like being a, a student at one of the getting schools that Tootsie works at. I hope they appreciate who they have in their school. Well, and I know at least half a dozen times she's had film crews over there just filming or working. I've seen the footage of her trimming trees and feeding animals and just just doing regular getting school work. What a great life she's had and like she's bringing so much joy still to people. Like they just get happy around her. Yeah, and it's just it's like meeting a celebrity but she's 
well-spoken and she's super relaxed. Uh, she's doing what she loves and you can you can tell because she wouldn't be there unless she was having a great time. Right. And and to be in a place with only 1,100 people, that's how many people are in Lexington where Snows is, and to be world famous is amazing. You're always looking stuff up. I don't know how you find all this stuff. It's awesome. <laughs> it's easy to find the population. <laughs> well, It's and, on a sign when you go into town. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, I've I've gone through Lexington uh, on other days, you know, just on motorcycle trips and stuff, and there's nothing going on in that town unless Snows is open. There's a bunch of little kids on their bikes running around. Yeah, there trouble. was like a bicycle gang. There was a lot of kids on bicycles. We stayed a little later than we usually do, and the town woke up a little bit. And uh, you make sure to check out that cow auction if you've never been to Lexington. You can go walk right up to the cows, and you can talk to them. They don't have much to say. They're a little... Well, they have a lot to say. <laughs> well, yeah, we just can't All understand it. <laughs> it's terrifying. Go back in the Best Barbecue archives to one of our first episodes to hear... Uh, my uh, dispatch from the cow auction. Yeah, and it's right down the street there, so it, it's always fun to to check out one of the other steps in the process. You're kind of seeing the end where you eat the briskets. Take a look, and see see how much a, a steer is going for. You know, maybe you'll just buy one and take it home. <laughs> hey, and and for all you vegan listeners, I know there's at least one of you. Go there and save one. Take it home. Just feed it. You know, let it live. You think it's we just, we just have one vegan listener? There can't be more than one, right? I'm. I'm guessing there's more than one. We're the meat men. Why are they listening? What's wrong with you? Who knows? I mean, <laughs> masochists. There, there's a bunch of Democrats out there watching Fox News. You well, know, that's They're, true. It's good. It's good to see all the sides. <laughs> but one of the things that Tootsie's always done has been different, and one of those ways was riding a horse to school. I rode a horse to the bus stop for several years, approximately a mile that I would ride it. I had a uh, stable uh, pen that I would tie it to, and uh, in the wintertime, I would put it in the shed, and uh, the horse was quite content. They knew when the, uh, the horse knew when the bus came in the afternoon that it was back home then, and he was ready to go. It was unique at that time. Uh, most of the students lived close to the bus route, but I was a mile from the road, so Dad always had a horse that I could ride to school, to the bus stop. Do you feel like that was one of the things that kind of set you apart from other students in your school? I think so. A lot of them said, I wished I had a horse to ride. So <laughs> to me, it was just a, a everyday occurrence. Maybe we should start riding horses to the recording sessions here. <laughs> well, I'm just thinking, imagine being Tootsie's father. You know, you got this girl that wears jeans to school when it wasn't okay. You've got just this really interesting daughter who loves hard work, loves being on the farm, and and just, you know, takes a horse, ties it up. I mean, I'm, I'm not even sure you can do that anymore. Wouldn't someone steal it if it's just sitting on the side of the road all day? I'd eat it. They d- what, weren't you saying they eat it in Canada? They eat horse everywhere but here. So I'm, I'm thinking we go to Canada for one of these uh, trips we're going to do this year, and we go eat some horse. That's, that's an interesting idea. Some horse brisket. We'll put that on the list. <laughs> As we mentioned before, Tootsie's all about hard work, and that's what they do every Saturday. Being raised in the country and on the farm, uh, I knew what work was, and I stuck to my work, and and I knew that every day there was a chore that had to be done that we completed. We talked one day, and uh, you're using pans that are from your old meat market. Uh, Do you think part of the hard work is kind of respecting your tools and making sure they last as long as possible? Uh, Yes, I think so, because I do respect the pans that I brought over when, when we opened up here in 2003, and 
they have a lot of memories and they could tell a lot of a lot of stories. And so, how old do you think some of these pans you're using are? Uh, well, okay. I started using them in 1976. The owners before me were here for a year, uh, ten years, and the year before, the owner before that was another ten years. So that's ten, twenty, forty, and since ninety-six. It's a long time. Long time. I saw you bending out some dents, and what what makes you hold on to this stuff? Just because it's a good tool? It uh, it's just a treasure, a treasure that I've had over the years. So it, every tool is a treasure. Every tool is a treasure. That's beautiful. And every pan tells a story. Well, and it's funny because if you ask Carrie, he he'd kill to buy some of those old pans from the seventies and eighties that she's held on to because they're made of good steel and aluminum, and you can just bend them back into shape. They don't make stuff like that anymore. It's all crappy disposable stuff that's from all the restaurant uh stores i know like why do my pans break down after a year but hers last 40 years well i literally the reason i brought that up is because a couple weeks ago i went and uh i saw her struggling with something and she was literally bending a, a dent in one of the rims of the pans and i asked her how many times she'd done that and she said countless if you look you, if you go to snows uh, we'll try to pull up a picture somewhere but if you go to Snows and look at that, the pans they use, they're they're covered in dents and bends, and they've just held on to them forever. Yeah, I mean, and and you know, the beauty of barbecue places like this is the old stuff is cooler than the new stuff. Like, I wouldn't like Snows as much, I don't think, if it was in a fancy new building with. We always talk about tablecloths and linens and stuff. Of course, they're not going to have that, but you know, we're talking like I'm looking at a picture of it here, like a red, rundown kind of small town building. And then, you know, you got some picnic tables and some smokers. It's beautiful. You sit outside. Enjoy it. If, you know, if if Brendan Lamb was there, he'd say it has a beautiful ambiance. Ambiance. Into the barbecue, we're one big happy family. We're always happy to meet our competitors who are barbecue because they're part of our family. And, and it's just uh, great to be with the barbecue family whenever we can get together. And what do you what what about you know cooking with fire and meat brings everyone together? Well, to make barbecue, you've got to have fire and wood or wood and fire, and uh, it's just wonderful that we all some of them cook with gas or electricity, and and we're just with the wood. But it's wonderful to to meet other people that are in the barbecue business also. Because they're do you feel like barbecue people are. They take their time. They they they're slower. They they, tr- they have longer conversations. I really do. I think uh, you get to talking to somebody that's doing barbecue, and and your time can get away from you. I mean, you'll you'll spend a lot of time talking that you don't realize how long I've been talking. When we go to snows, we run into people all the time. I know you do too. Um, but the times I've been there with you, we've run into Robert Sierra and all sorts of other people. Yeah, you meet all kinds of people, and honestly, I've uh, I've gotten some dirty looks from the lady because she's holding my place in line while people are talking my ear off, and I want to keep having those conversations, but you know, I don't want to leave her hanging. At the same time, you can you can talk about barbecue all day. That's what we do. Yeah, you hung out with Billy Durney from uh, New York Hometown Barbecue. Oh, not only Billy Durney, but he showed up with Wayne Miller and a whole entourage. They were opening up pits. They were they kind of took over over there, and were laughing and cracking beers and it was just that was a party when billy durney showed up 
If you're visiting Austin and you don't go to Snows, what's wrong with you? If you're visiting Texas and you don't go to Snows, what's wrong with you? Well, we know it's a hike, but if you make it to Austin and you don't have a ride, just call us on a Saturday. That's right. You know Yoni's going. Yeah, you, I'll throw you in the truck or on the back of one of my <laughs> yeah. uh, of one of our bikes. Yeah, right on the back of Yoni's motorcycle and give him a big bear hug the whole way there. Hey, and if you're taking a motorcycle trip anywhere near Austin, let me know. I know every good road in and out of this town. Yeah, all you bikers, don't forget that Yoni's one of you. Yeah. Not got, me, though. I'm not getting on one of those death traps. I got a Harley, <laughs> and I ride it every day I can. It's part of the reason I do this. Try to try to get an independent living. Eating barbecue and riding motorcycles. Eating hog, riding hog. But one of the things I like to talk about is the Tootsie Way. And she kind of tells us about it right here. So Well, just come to see us, and, and then when you get into your business... Put a lot of tender love and care into it and pay attention to what you're doing and good luck. Work, work hard, pay attention. Work hard and pay way. attention. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for talking to me. There she is, folks. The queen. The legend. The legend herself. Tootsie, as she would say. <laughs> Toot. I hope you guys enjoyed that. Uh, you know, I love every time I get to see Tootsie and I hope uh, we we shared her well with you. I'd love to hear guys have any questions or ideas or thoughts send them our way and maybe we'll uh we'll have her on for a little segment again have her answer some of your uh your big tootsie questions yeah we'll definitely throw up a live video one of these saturdays again let you see her in all her glory ask her some questions of course yeah and as soon as we figure out how to get these live videos off of instagram we'll probably (laughs) maybe make a uh some youtubes or we'll we'll try to get those clips up for you because that was a really fun live uh experience we had with a bunch of the Snows crew. You know, I'm really struck by all of their sincerity and kindness. Like, it's not a fake kindness either. You talk to them and you can tell they're just interested in hearing about you. Like anyone that comes up, you're just strangers, but they, they listen. Well, and if you if you hang out there, you can tell that, you know, other people in the town and other areas around there, there's a lot of that small town gossip talk. And you never get that from these guys. Uh, I think that, you know... The, the neighboring areas might be a little jealous that Snows is so popular and they don't, they don't, they, they take it very honorably. They speak well of themselves, they speak well of the area they live in and, you know, even, even with having a big ranch, Carrie's just a, a regular cool guy. Yeah, his, his ranch is pretty sprawling. You said you pass it all the time, right? It's, it's on the way to Snows on 696. You can't miss it. It says Bexley really big. <laughs> It's got a brand new barn. It's it's a gorgeous piece of property. And if you fly a helicopter there, you'll just get meat delivered to you. Apparently. Yeah, and if you got a helicopter, just just call him up. He'll he'll let you land. I told him he's got to paint a big H on his in his front yard. Might as well. It's already been a few times. So Clay is a proud owner of a Meat Man shirt. He told me on Saturday. Yeah, we got to get a picture of him wearing it. That was that was part of the rules of him getting a shirt. <laughs> and we've been seeing tons of you on Instagram putting up yeah. pictures of your new shirts. Hashtag Meat Man shirt. Yeah, tag us. Hashtag Meat Man, and and we'll repost that. We'll show the world how look how good you look in our in in our shirts. And we actually have some Meat Woman shirts too, don't we? Yeah, we got some hashtag Meat Woman shirts, and uh, in in no time whatsoever, you're gonna see an actual online store to buy them from. Yeah, I'm excited. We got a lot going on. More specifically, in a couple weeks, we've got a Super Bowl. That's right. We're gonna talk to some Meat Men from. Uh, you know, we know that the Patriots are in, but right now uh, the Eagles and the Vikings are, are, are duking it out. Looks like the Eagles were killing it the last we saw, though. Yeah. But it could turn. 
So any meat men out there who are in uh, Minnesota or Philadelphia, let us know. We'd like to interview you and hear about how you feel about cooking meat and watching the Super Bowl, watching your team take it all the way. So we'll get hopefully two meat men from rival teams on the on the air. Hopefully at the same time. We'll see if we can t- technically do that. Well, I know one of them, if he's willing, yeah. Socks. Socks 04, is, he's for sure going to be on. He's the biggest Patriots fan. And he'll be drinking some of his favorite beers from uh, over there in Massachusetts. Is it Scofflaw? Is that what he Scofflaw, did? exactly. <clears throat> now uh, I think it's time to give away a Let's shirt. Let's do it. Prize time. All right. <clears throat> we got some Ray shirts. We got a Blake's barbecue shirt. <clears throat> now uh, we might have given away the answer. <laughs> we did it's give possible. it away, but you have to listen to actually learn. You can't so, just skip to the end. So, yeah. How old is Tootsie? That's it. If you can tell us how old Tootsie is, you just have to be the first to tell us. Slide into the DMs at Best Barbecue. Tell us how old Tootsie is. And uh, if you're the first one to do it, we'll ship you a shirt on us. Yeah, and you can pick between a Blake's Barbecue shirt. Again, that's from Tennessee. Dresden, Tennessee. And it says on the back, Blake's Barbecue, smoking your butts and briskets since 2016. It's got a similar kind of design to Ray's here. Yeah, it's got the the cows and the pigs all split up into mm-hmm. their their different cuts. So you can either get Rays from L.A. or a Tennessee barbecue place here, Blake's, and that's your choice. But you only have twenty four hours. We want to make sure you're listening right away, like a good meat man. Yeah, as soon as you hear this, if you can remember how old Tootsie is, send it to us on Instagram. Hint: Listen to the episode. Yeah, <laughs> and if you didn't hear it in this episode, you'll probably hear it in our other snows episode. We're gonna we have a bunch of shirts, a bunch of other prizes too. We got some stuff from Miller's to give out coming up soon. So always listen to the end of the episodes. We know some of you skip out early, but listen to the end so you can win prizes. And now iTunes is gonna tell us if you skip out early. Yeah. You, you, we're talking to you right there. You know who you are. Cutting shut, off at twenty five minutes. Don't shut it off. <laughs> They're probably not even listening right now, Yoni. Probably not. <laughs> I'll cut this part out. <laughs> so let us know so you can win a shirt, people. And let us know where you want us to go this year. We've got a pretty booked schedule, but we're always open to checking out places. Our spring's pretty packed up, but if you know it doesn't get cold too fast, maybe we can hitch up at the end of the summer or in the fall. We want to eat more barbecue this year than either of us have ever seen in our lives. <laughs> I told you we're going to die by the end of the year by the amount of meat we're going to eat. It's going to happen. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm 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 looking for gym membership. So let's I'm, get Renee G to gym. train us. Our listener Renee G. Yeah, Renee G. If you ever uh, if you ever come visit. You know, you can uh, be my guest at, at the gym. He's the swollest meat man, I think. Oh, well, I'm about to start competing for that one. <laughs> You're not allowed to win. You're the host. Oh, okay. <laughs> All right, everyone. Next week, we're going to talk about party food. We're going to talk about the Super Bowl and more Texas barbecue talk. Yeah. So send us your favorite recipes and we'll share a few of ours. And uh, in a couple of weeks, we'll eat a ton of food and watch the Super Bowl. Don't forget to check us out on Instagram at Best Barbecue and Twitter at Best Barbecue. And Yoni Stover or contact at bestbarbecueshow.com. Yeah. See you next week. Go eat some meat. Yeah, they come in and meet, man. Y'all to see me eat, man. Get on the meat, man. Y'all to see me eat, man. I got jaws like a bear trap, a teeth like a razor. This has been a production of Glenn Cliff Media, recorded live in Austin, Texas. Never